following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for the September 12, 2023. Today's show was brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and, uh, and other podcasts such as the uh, Corner Booth Podcast, the Actually, Crap Root Sports is on tonight. Well, make sure you guys watch that one tonight at uh, 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. It's going to be in- interesting to see how Caesar is once he gets revved up about his Texas Longhorns beating the Alabama Crimson Tide on uh, on Saturday night. I was excited about that one. I'm not even a Crimson or a Texas fan. But anyways, uh, thanks for making this part of your day each and every day here at 1420 in the morning. Um, reported on Sunday afternoon, I think it was, that Bob Nightingale, he uh, came out and said of USA Today fame, he came out and said, that the Mike Trout era might be coming to an end, that uh, Mike Trout is open to a uh, a trade away from the Los Angeles Angels, Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles, California Angels of Anaheim, whatever they're called. This week and every week there, something changes there in, uh, in, in Anaheim. Things haven't been going well for Mike Trout there this season. He's been injured. Um, he's been injured quite a bit this year. He's only played in 82 games, I believe, this season. You have a guy there that uh, hasn't had a, a, he's had a great player, but the, uh, the the victories have not come. We reported that here a ton on 1420 and everywhere that you, you listen to sports podcasts and everything else that the the uh, Trout era has not been a great one for the team in general. And you look at what the uh, the Angels have done when they had the two of the best players in the game, two of the best players ever play the game with Shohei Otani and the like and with Trout that they haven't been able to put the rest of the team together. Anthony Rendon uh, this season when he started out there with the uh, the bad news of the bad situation that they had with the zero war uh, and the uh, getting in an argument with a fan the first night of the season in Oakland, and it just gotten uh, went from bad to worse there in Oakland uh, or in Anaheim this year, and it's a uh, it's a it's an odd situation. This report would come out as it did because earlier this earlier in August, Mike Trout said he would be open for a conversation with the way the team's going, which he's probably been doing year in year out. You have that kind of a a contract and that kind of money being owed to uh, Mike Trout. You got to think that he's going to be included with the GMs and ownership and the baseball operations staff about what's been going on. So I don't think that this report is that um is that news uh, groundbreaking or newsworthy really when it comes down to it because you got to think that Trout's been involved with these like I said with these these conversations in the past before and, and if and want to know what, where the team is moving forward and if they're uh, if they're going to think about being a championship contender or their championship pretender or if they're in a rebuild and everything else and all this probably is is, is one team is uh, one group saying to the other we just want to know what's going on before I invest any more money and time into this more more time not not money for on the Trout side of thing he, but he wants to know if he's uh should invest any more time in his career you remember he is 30 i think he's 32 years old and he probably wants to go out and win something or and and then have a bit of a chance to to be a legacy guy yet yeah, you can say you have all the uh be in the hall of fame but you still haven't done anything you haven't won anything in the last three years he's been hurt a lot uh missed over 200 games i believe uh, in the last three years it has not been good for mr trout so you got to think that this this conversation that he had that was going to be open with with the the angels was just uh, not to so much posturing but more of a um 
both sides getting ahead of the game a little bit and saying, okay, what, what's the, what's the plan moving forward? What's the plan for me? What's the plan for you? What are you guys doing? Uh, are you going to, uh, to make some trades? Like, like I said, the, the, the angels probably should have traded Shohei Otani uh, when they had a chance at the deadline and, and go and get some prospects and go and get some guys moving forward and try to get that, that team moving in the right direction because they, they, they went for it and they went for it for about six weeks and not, not even six weeks, like four or five weeks total. And uh, they found themselves out of a playoff race and then they uh, all the, the guys that they traded for at the deadline and they they emptied out their uh they emptied out their their uh their uh cachet of uh, prospects went out, got a bunch of guys and then they come in and they they, they uh, released and put them on waivers uh, a week and a half ago and all those guys are gone now so the angels in in, in general are, are a mess uh, as they always have been and always will be i think until they do get rid of the the mike Tr- trout situation um it's going to be interesting to see what what happens there because there is no real game plan year in year out it's it's not nothing that's nothing new in Angels land that there's nothing uh, going forward. Is this a situation that the uh, the Angels put this report out there to Bob Nightingale that uh, they twisted some words a little bit? Is it become a he said, she said, he said this, and so now we have a way of uh, getting rid of them? Is this a situation like the Oilers had with Wayne Gretzky back in 1988 where the, uh, the trade rumor was out there and then he finally just said, you know what? Uh, yeah, we could back out of this trade, but you know what? Let's 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 move on. You don't want me here anymore. You you expressed interest to get rid of me, so let's go ahead and do it. And I can go on my, my merry way and see what we can do for for Mike Trout Incorporated. He's, he's going to get paid no matter what. Uh, he's got owed uh, two hundred and forty five million over the next seven years. So that's thirty five, thirty six million, thirty five million bucks a year. And the age of uh, he's at the age of thirty one, thirty two. It's a cautionary tale for a lot of teams to go out and sign this guy uh, or to go and trade for this guy because what are you going to get out of this guy uh, at, at the age of thirty one, thirty two? You might get three good years out of him, and then you got seven, you got four more years after that. At 35 million bucks a year. Uh, the the deal right now is probably a sweetheart of a deal for the next three years at 105 million bucks. It's the, it's, but it's the four years after that, and that you're gonna you're going to see a lot of teams are gonna be walking away from these kind of deals. These older guys, like re- realistically, like uh, I don't want to turn this into a Yankee situation, but it's, it's kind of like how the Aaron Judge contract is. How many years of, of great baseball do they have of, of him? Remember, this is the first year of, of his uh, 40 million buck a year contract, and he's he's 29, 30 years old, so they probably only have two or three years left to him at the at the, the height of his uh, at the height of his career, and he, you're going to see start to see a, uh, a decline. In what you, what you got going with him? So what you're going to see with the Angels? I think you're going to have a team that's going to be looking for. Uh, Another team to take on a, a good part of that contract. You're going to see the Angels say, "Okay, we'll we'll trade." The other, sorry, the other teams are going to say, "Okay, we'll take Mike Trout off your hands for uh, depleted." Uh, not depleted, but but lesser known prospects because we need you to pay some money for this because we don't want to just to to, uh, to take Mike Trout pay pay the amount of money that that you you want us to that that you sign the contract for we don't want to pay the thirty five million dollars that you signed the contract for we're not going to give you our pr- best prospects and 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 uh, and and take on that contract we're not going to do that so you're going to see that the the Angels aren't going to get a very good return of an, on investment with uh, Mike Trout they're not going to get any, everything they wanted uh, on him they should have traded him maybe a year ago they should trade Otani a year ago and started a a rebuild fresh you're going to see that the the angels are not going to end up getting anywhere near what the uh, the dollar value is worth for the next three years? They're they're going to say you'll you'll take on fifteen to twenty million dollars that contract or seventeen million dollars. We'll pay half, you pay half, and you're going to get our fourth best starter and our, our fifth best center fielder and our and and the prospect range will be like that. Uh, it's not going to be anything near that to what what he's uh, garnered to get. And you're going to see a Mike Trout not get. Um, 
not get what he's what what he's uh, what he would be worth on the open market. The the thing you got with with the Mike Trout situation as well is only about four or five teams would possibly be in there running for for a guy making that kind of money at his age. You can't even think about the Yankees doing it. A team that I could see maybe having a, a jump into that thing would be a team like the San Diego Padres. Uh, I think Soto is going to walk out of there in the off season. And you, you got to think that a, t- a team like the Padres might go out and get them because they, they they don't mind spending some money. They had a very very uh, less than less than uh, less than stellar year so far. So you got to think that they're going to be in the market for a Mike Trout if he if he is on, on the market. Maybe a team like the Phillies if they don't get something done this year if they don't don't win a World Series because he is linked to to Philly. He's, uh, he's a Pennsylvania boy, I believe, or he's Jersey, but South, South, South Philly or, or South Pennsylvania, whatever it is there. Um, but you got to think that, that that might be the only one or two or three teams that are, are going to be in the market for a guy making that kind of money. And and at the uh, the height of his injury plague seasons, you don't know what that, that could happen. Was Bob Nightingale probably just a, a lot of this clickbait? Probably. Was it a lot of hoo-ha? Probably. Uh, will it be a situation where he doesn't go anywhere? I don't think he's going to go anywhere because I don't think that the Angels will get anything on their investment that they that they've already put into this guy because it was earlier this season or was it last season it doesn't much matter but the the angels were rumored to be for sale and all of a sudden if you trade your biggest asset all of a sudden your franchise uh it kind of goes down a little bit because it's, it's tough just to to sell to a new owner and, and to that fan base that your your best player your, your best two players are gone this year and so you're, you're going to see i think you're going to see trout stick around anaheim it's a contract he should have never signed yeah he's rich beyond belief he's making more money than ever ever would have thought he would ever make but i don't think it was a great situation for a for a mike Trout looking where that that team has gone and looking for what where that team is is going and he I don't think he's getting out of there anytime soon and you have an Otani uh, who's leaving so you have two of the best players to ever play the game that uh, didn't do a damn thing for that franchise and now you have a situation where Mike Trout he may want out who knows they're going to invest they're going to talk about it 100 percent but now you have a situation where it's just not a thing that's going to happen they don't have any any uh, any uh, light moving forward and it's uh, it's too bad that a guy with with, with that kind of talent. Is, is going to end up being uh, gone into the abyss very soon with that team in Anaheim. Um, will he go somewhere? Like I said, I, I highly doubt it. I can't see him getting traded. I can't see because the, the the return isn't worth it. The, the the money that they're going to have to pay for the prospects won't be worth it. To have a guy uh, not there that's not going to make a bunch of money or to to, to not win a bunch, can, like, it's, it's just a bad situation. And it, the, the Angels probably want to get rid of him. They probably want to say, you know what? This didn't work on our side. We didn't put the players around him that we should have we didn't have the scouting staff the pitching the on and on it goes we didn't uh, do Mike Trout um we didn't do Mike Trout any favors by any means with what we put out there in front of him and we're not going to win a championship with them and uh, we, we're not going to pay to to lose with them or lose without him so he's going to stay there you're gonna it's going to be it'd be really tough to try to get a team to eat 35 million bucks for an aging guy who's missed 200 200 plus games the last three years and I don't think you're going to see a, a Mike Trout going anywhere it's it's sad to say that this guy's like uh career has kind of gone the way it has and he hasn't going to get, get not going to get a chance to win i'm not saying it's 100 uh, that he's going to stay with the angels but i'm going to say it's about 95 you can mark that down there on uh, 14 20 in the morning you can mark that down at whatever time of day it is here at uh, that 10 12 a.m uh, mountain standard time i just don't see him going anywhere i can't see why anybody would, would trade for him um he's a great talent but that that money that money is a cautionary tale for a lot of teams that you're, you're they're, they're going to eke away from these guys because the way the game is played now and the way that these guys and you have pitchers who don't want to pitch anymore and you you go out and get this prospect and that prospect and that's all they are is just prospect and hope teams value prospects a lot but 
the return on investment for a Mike Trout for the uh, 35 million bucks, it just isn't there. And the money that they've already spent to this point and to trade the, fa- the face your franchise, one of the best players and getting nothing back for it's going to be a huge mistake. So that's my thoughts for on the Mike Trout situation moving forward. And we'll see, we'll see how it all pans out, but uh, you're going to see it in the very near future. I think this, if, if there is a deal to get done, it'll get done in, in before the, the winter meetings will be done by uh, the end of November kind of deal. And one of those deals that uh, I just don't see happening and the, the, the free agent market, it maybe it will get done because the, the, the big deal is that the free agent market isn't that deep this year. Uh, like the, the Otani thing is going to be huge, obviously, but the free agent market isn't that deep th- this offseason. So maybe some a team's going to go out there and get them. Will Philly, if they don't get it, like maybe Philly will go out and do something if they don't win a World Series this year. I don't think they're going to because the Braves are so damn good. And then, uh, but maybe a San Diego might go out there, go, go out there and get them. Wouldn't that be something to see Otani playing for the Dodgers and and uh, Mike Trout playing for? the uh, San Diego Padres, maybe there would be some animosity there playing against each other and see how it goes. Mike Trout did get a bit of a, uh, uh, he did get a bit of a, some fire in his belly playing the world baseball classic back in March. And he saw what uh, important baseball meant. So maybe that's something that he's, he is open. That's maybe a reason why he is open to going on the, the trade market and going somewhere to win games, not being out of the, uh, the playoff race come June 1st, which he's been out for quite some time. So it's just what, what Bob Nightingale might've, like I said, might've been just click clickbait. It might've been a situation where he thought he was going to, uh, to get something done and they're, they're pressing the thing forward. I think it was a, he said, she said situation where we're just going to be a conversation between the two groups. It probably happens every year, no matter what. So it should be interesting to see how it all plays out, but uh, it's going to be a fun, fun baseball season. But yeah, the thing that I read this morning, this is crazy. Uh, I don't know why I didn't open with this one, but Alec Manoa, we've been on him since basically day one. He had a rough start with the Jays going forward. Uh, he had a bit, very, he was their opening day starter. And then after six, seven starts, they sent him down to the minors, down to the, actually not even the minors, down to the complex league, which is even worse than the minors. And you, you see how that that's all turned out. And, and uh, a few weeks back, they sent uh, him uh, back down to the minors again after some a couple of starts up in the big leagues against some pretty bad teams like Detroit Tigers. I think he had a, a start there, and uh, he they sent him down to Buffalo to get some uh, get some work in. He wasn't wasn't pitching very well. You know, and the 760 grand I think they're paying him this year uh, hasn't been uh, money well invested in, in baseball terms. 760 for your opening day starter isn't that big of a deal, but uh, basically. Manoa didn't even report, didn't go. He didn't show up in Buffalo, so he's uh, done for the season. As all reports said yesterday, that he's uh, not going to be pitching anywhere in the Jays organization for the rest of of this season. And and then uh, I also read that he hasn't even been throwing on the side, throwing bullpens, doing anything anything to improve himself. And it's one of those things where it's, that's the modern day pitcher for you. They don't get their way. The modern day athlete, they don't get their way. And uh, thanks by C, is that the kind of guy you want on your team? Probably not. Is that the kind of guy you want in your locker room? Probably not. Is that a guy? who has the betterment of the team in his uh, in his in his hindsight not at all um, Alec Manoa whoever's giving him the advice that he's getting is um, is an obvious moron uh, is, is Manoa giving in the, the voice between his ears is that who's giving him the advice well, I I hope it's just him and and, and him t- telling himself how great he is because if it's somebody else he needs to get distance himself from that from that person but Manoa uh, is a me me guy obviously he uh, like I, I said it earlier on this year maybe he uh, was one of those guys who was driving by the gym in his new car instead of stopping stopping at the gym in his new car and working out and everything else because yeah, it has not worked for him. It not, has not worked for the Jays and he's uh, arbitration friendly for the next three years so the Jays don't even got to sign him. They can keep him under a million bucks for the next four years. If, if they even want him around, he's, un, he's an untradeable asset now because he, he walked out on, on his team basically. So who's going to take a, a flyer on that guy? Who's going to take a chance on that guy? Is he a talent? Yep, but he didn't show up this year and if that's what you're going to get out of, out of Alec Manoa, quitting on his team, quitting on the franchise, quitting 
on a team that invested. Uh, they, not only they, they, they don't pay him a lot, like a seven hundred sixty grand. I mean, I'd take it obviously, but to the, to, to to walk out on that to team on, on your team like that is a bad look. And uh, to the the money that they invest in them in the minors and drafting and developing and everything and on and on it goes. How much money gets spent on these prospects is, is quite alarming. And for him to to uh, basically just walk away from his team, it's a kick in the Jays' nuts because if he would have had a uh, just a, a half decent season, the Jays wouldn't be fighting for their playoff lives right now, and they would have six or seven more wins at, at the very minimum. Uh, but Manoa was is a is a selfish uh, today's athlete, quote unquote. And it's a really bad look. It's a really bad look on Alec Manoa. And I, I hope uh, I hope the best for him. I hope the best for the Jays. But uh, I, I would think that's the, that that'll be the last you ever see of Alec Manoa in a Toronto Blue Jays uniform for like forever and ever. I think he's the uh, betrayed bait. But once again, what do you get for that investment? Who's going to want a guy who quit on his team? You're not going to get nothing for the guy. So see you later. Thanks. Bye. See you to Alec Manoa. You're, you're uh, Happy trails to you, and you'll never be in a, in a Jays uniform ever again. Anyways, here's a uh, little word from our friends at uh, SeatGeek. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Thank you very much to SeatGeek for sponsoring the uh, 1420 Sports Bar podcast, 1420 in the morning and everything else we've got going on here at World Headquarters. That Remember, use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today to save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase of uh, whatever whatever sporting event or even even a concert or a show, whatever you're going to. Uh, this uh, these fun, Once the fall season hits, man, it's crazy. Crazy, it's uh, that time of year, but that's the way calendars work, right? So it's not really that crazy. Anyways, let's get to uh, on this day and some birthdays and get you guys out of here. Uh, on this day in 1984, New York Mets rookie Dwight Gooden set the rookie strikeout record at 251 as he struck out 16 Pittsburgh Pirates in a complete game shutout in the Mets' 2-0 victory over the Pirates in front of 12,876 people at Shea Stadium in Flushing, Queens, New York. Gooden finished the season with 276 Ks and a 17-9 record and 31 starts for the Mets, who finished the season six and a half games back of the Cubs in the National League East. Gooden finished his major league career pitching in parts of 16 uh, seasons throughout the leagues all over everywhere he's a hell of a pitch but he finished with 2,293 strikeouts good for 58th all time you just wonder why that guy's career could have went uh, without his uh, substance abuse problems and everything else those 30 for 30s are great about the, the Mets when they, they won the World Series and he was uh, he was too busy on a coke binge and everything else to even go celebrate it's a crazy story Dwight Gooden but on this day in 84 he set the the the, the uh, rookie strikeout record which i believe still is held to this day and happy uh this is a good one happy 34th birthday to freddie freeman born on this day in 1989 in villa park california uh Freeman was drafted in the second round of the 2007 Major League Baseball draft from El Modena High School in Orange, California by the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Freeman in his, in his, is in his 14th Major League Baseball season, second with the Dodgers after 12 with the Atlanta Braves, has a career batting average of 301 with 317 home runs, 1,132 RBIs in what I think is already a Hall of Fame career, one World Series under his belt, seven-time All-Star and an MVP along, award along with the Braves back in, in uh, 2000. 2020. So happy birthday to Freddie Freeman. I think that boy is in the Hall of Fame already. There's no getting around that. And one of the good, he seems to be one 
of the good guys in the game of baseball, one of the good guys in sports. So once again, happy birthday to Freddie Freeman, born on this day in uh, 1989 in California. He's got Canadian ties. I think his mom is Canadian. He played for Team Canada in the World Baseball Classic. So that makes him an even better person. Canadians are awful. Most of us are pretty nice people. Most of us, not all of us, but most of us. Anyways, that's 14.20 in the morning for this uh, this uh, 12th day of September. Make sure you guys check out the Dave and I did a great show last night. Had a lot of fun uh, wrapping up uh, week one of the National Football League, League season. We had a lot of laughs, a lot of talking. Uh, we don't uh, get down to the X and O's and, and, and everything else. We, the way we break down football, we break down uh, 14.20 style like you would in your local sports bar. With like, That's what we're trying to accomplish here at 14.20 World Headquarters. Thank you very much for listening to our show. Remember to check out bellyupsports.com and all their great articles and everything else and, and other podcasts. Uh, tune into the uh, if you get a chance tonight six o'clock Mount Standard Time. Make sure you check out Crap Root Sports. They always put a great show on there. Uh, Mike and the guys put on a fantastic show. Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see to hear what Caesar has to say about the uh, the Longhorns' victory over the Alabama Crimson Tide on uh, on Saturday. So once again, thank you very much for listening to the show. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are; it's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.